It's the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds October sale on now. Next 94.5. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Mm. G'day. Hey. This is um, the number one rated podcast in the country. Did you know that? Look, I didn't. (laughs) Yep. Good. (laughs) I I, um, haven't verified that. Okay. Yeah. So I haven't asked like people who rate podcasts. No. But no. Without, no. without ever yeah. asking them, yeah. I would like to think that that was the case. Okay, sure. And I'm going to enjoy mm. living in my little bubble. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, and look who else is here in our little bubble. Hayley Miller, captain of the Fremantle Dockers. Yes, a b- huge award for a great player. Yes, amazing, mm. amazing player. Yep. Uh, we talked about the horrible prices that we're paying at the checkout. Yes, very, yes. Very big Just for groceries, far out. Yeah, more like gross. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Man. Uh, we had a lot of fun, didn't we, with Kimber's big ones? Always. We often do. Yeah, yeah always have yeah. fun with Kimber's big ones. And just everybody walking out with a little lesson learned. Mm. Just all these little tidbits about animals and things you never needed to know. Yeah. Um, and are you flat out telling a lie? For example, this may not be the uh, most highly rated podcast in Australia. May not be. No. <laughs> We're not sure. Haven't yeah. verified yeah. it yet. Um, anyway, enjoy the podcast. Pete, Matt and Kimber. Now, a quick shout-out to Shane from Bob Jane there near Highgate who told me yesterday that he keeps uh, going into the workshop to educate the youngsters in there to keep it tuned to Mix 94.5. So we appreciate that. Thank you so much. You get a ding. Absolutely. And I say that because we need the Mix family to open up here and and let's call it a sort of a confessional. We do forgive you. We do. Mm. Because a lot of us flat out lie. And this comes from the back that uh, a story that, and I've, I've, I've actually mentioned this before, apparently in polite French society, yeah. if someone said to you, oh, well, they'd say like, oh, uh, I've read that book, it's not polite to interrogate them in case you find out that they haven't read that book. And it oh, turns no out no one's honest about it anyway. Well, that's they? it. And it turns out that around thirty percent of us walk around, say, you know, let's use Game of Thrones as an, as an example. They reckon about thirty percent of the people who are walking around going, Game of Thrones, amazing, didn't actually see it. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you have to lie to feel like you're part of yeah. just to something. Uh, to yeah, just to I relate. Mainly, I mainly do it about books. You know, because there's yeah. books that people feel like you should have read yeah. by this point Moby in your life. Dick. And you're kind of like, no one's really going to challenge you on it. So you may as well just go, yeah, loved it. Yeah, great. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there anything that you flat out lie about, Kimber, do you think? Do you know, the lie that I'm consistently lying about is I lie about how much chocolate I consume. And you think I'm quite honest about how yes. much chocolate I consume in that I tell you I eat a lot. Mm. Yeah. Double it. Oh, really? Yeah. At least. I eat more than I tell anybody. And it is, it's like, it's awful. I want you to know <laughs> that we, okay. we know that. And I've seen the size of your pancreas. <laughs> it's, it's not okay. <laughs> Pete? <laughs> Anything? Uh, this is a hard one for me. Oh, um, my son. All right. You're, in the, you're amongst son. friends. Uh, and okay. you're in the confessional. So you know how I talk about, you know, I'm, I'm Italian and we do all of the You've family. mentioned it once yeah, or twice. Once or twice, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> we do all the family things, the traditions. Yeah. You know, the, yep. the pomodoro. Si. We make the sauce. Si, si, so we si, make si, the sausages si. and stuff like that. I mean, the reality is right, I come to those events yeah. and I take pictures and put them on my socials. But I don't really partake in the hard work part of it. <laughs> oh You're God. not as Italian you, as you're saying, no, are you? No, 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 You've I never eaten pasta at all, have you? <laughs> pa- pasta? What's pa- that? What's pasta? So, um, I mean, my dad will be rolling over at the moment. He'll be like, finally! You've, 
Finally, you've added yourself. Do you feel better? Uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah, you I don't know, know what? how I'm I gonna feel forget. at the moment. I'm going to forget. The next time you tell us you've done something super Italian, I'm, mm. I'm right back there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need your calls. It's a safe space. What are you flat out lying about? Um, Mark and Gwellup, what are you flat out lying about? Yeah, like I was, uh, got a mate who owned a, a race horse. Yep. And I was down in the pub with a group of guys, and they were all talking about shares and their horses and all the rest of it. And I told them I had shares in my mate's horse. Yes. <laughs> Just to be part of the group, and I had a couple, and then they, start, they started asking me, "Oh, yeah, what about the colour of it and its eyes, and and what it ate, and what it raced last time?" And I, just, I was just making, going along with it. Did you get it busted? Complete, yeah, I got busted by my mate later on when they uh, come and saw him and said, "Oh, yeah, Mark's got shares in your horse." It's the first I knew about it. Well, you stuffed up when you said it was in the pentathlon. <laughs> uh, Janelle and Yanjima, what are you flat out lying about? I'm flat out lying about my weight. Oh, See, yes. all, my, all my friends are blind and beauty is in the eye beholder. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've got a figure like an hourglass, but all the sand sunk to the bottom. We all shave a few kilos off, yeah, don't we? Yeah, we do, for yeah, we sure. We certainly do. Oh, yeah, I've been 78 kilos for a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> <and> believe me. <laughs> Is that my Your stomach? stomach? <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Oh, Even across 4,000 kilometres, we're still on. <laughs> Should have saved that for the, for the end of this break, because there's not much to this, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm really glad you brought it to the table then, bud. Thanks no, for sharing. No, the headline got me. Yeah. The headline got me. What was me the headline? Because, well, the headline was dramatic RSPCA pigeon rescue brings Hall's head to a standstill. Now, why wouldn't the headline get you? On that. 100%. Yeah. No, I have. Um, but this is quite quite the uh, quite the story. About 9.30am the other day, okay. RSPCA WA received a call from a very concerned member of the public mm. saying that a, a pigeon had become tangled in some fishing line atop oh. of an antenna. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Nice yeah. yeah. So yeah. RSPCA WA Inspector Florence Maud, thank you so much, Florence, for yeah. your service. She attended the rescue um, and they needed a bit of help, but they had to bring in the big guns for this. They actually had to shut down the entire intersection that this was happening. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. All of this happening in Hallset. Now, not much happens in Hallset. Oh. Um, but they shut down the entire intersection. They brought DFES, the Department of Foreign oh, Emergency wow. Services. You're going to hear this on our show very soon, by the way, um, that we got to go up in a, in a massive cherry picker. We did too. Right? Now, we you did. guys know how big that thing was. They brought that mm. virtually to get this pigeon down. And they managed to get the pigeon down, and it was just a wonderful time for everybody. I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So the p- poor birds on the antenna are attached to fishing wire. Yeah. That's awful. But, of course, ironically, they, it's the first time they were able to get SBS. Uh... <laughs> I know where you're going with it. <laughs> you know what? I lost the will to live about halfway through that sentence. Timbers. <laughs> Big ones. You could win a crappy prize. <laughs> Vanessa in Bankshire Grove, are you ready to win a crappy prize? <laughs> I am, I am. The amazing news, Vanessa, is that you win the crappy prize whether you get this competition correct or not. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs>
That's a relief. Look, it's very easy. Kimber's big ones, I give you a selection of items and you just need to put them in the order based on their size. Um, Today, we're going with something a little different. It is the number of average teeth from most to least. Okay. Okay, we're looking for teeth. The old toothy pegs, how many have we got from the most teeth to the least of an elephant, a rabbit, and a dog? The number of average teeth. Yes, I know, Vanessa, it's a stupid game. I can hear it in your giggle. (laughs) Average teeth, most to least, elephant, rabbit, dog. You can phone a friend. You've got Maddie and Pete there ready to give you any helping hand, even though they do not know the answers. Don't know the answer. Okay. I would say the most, most, I would say the elephant. Right. Yep, oh. the elephant's got some chompers. Yeah, and then maybe a dog. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a rabbit. What's your thinking? What's your thinking there, Vanessa? Uh, you're going by the size <laughs> of the animal. Is that where you're going? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Size right. may not matter, as we know. Um, <laughs> I mean, let, the only animal that I've ever like really looked into the mouth of is Florence the Dalmatians. And so, how many teeth do you reckon she's got going I on, Maddie? She's probably got about twenty-five. Oh 25 yeah, twenty-five teeth. So, well, yeah. You know, probably an even yeah. number would be more likely twenty-six. <laughs> let's say, <laughs> although you okay. know, she hasn't been to the dentist in a while. <laughs> okay, um, so Vanessa, you're locking in. What are your answers? You're going with that lot. Yeah, I'll go with that one. You're going with elephant, dog, rabbit. Okay. I mean, apart from those two at the front of a rabbit, what else have they got? I don't think they've got anything else. I mean, all of those. They must have something else. Those Bugs Bunny documentaries I watched on a Saturday morning as a kid growing up would certainly suggest it's just the two. Yeah. Well, it takes more than two teeth to get through a carrot, doesn't it? You've got to have something else. What have we got, Kimber? I can tell you that a dog has. 42 teeth. 42? Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. Um, a rabbit mm. has 28 teeth. Really? Get out. 28, 28 teeth. teeth in that tiny wow. little mouth. There's a rabbit holding 28 teeth. I okay. don't know, but the big question here is that mm. where does the elephant come in? Yeah. I can tell you, the elephant comes in last place at 26 teeth. Wow. Less teeth than a rabbit. Oh, wow. <laughs> It, so the actual answer is dog, rabbit, elephant. But the good news is, Vanessa, you still get your crappy prize. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no, you're amazing. What are some of the choices in there, Maddie? I mean, it doesn't I, have to choose I've now. Given it but... to, to oh, oh. The there was chocolate. There's there cho- was scream-free hair brushes. There but, was, um, yeah. you know, so that's chocolate. Said, yeah. <laughs> um, and into the draw for $1,000 worth of free fuel. Good luck with that. We draw that on Monday, Vanessa. Oh, thank you. No that worries. would be amazing. Thank yeah. you for playing Kim's for joining the show. Play every Wednesday. It is rough. Obviously, we've had the budget out this week, but the other figure that we had out this week is um, the latest inflation data, no. right? So take a listen to the latest trends with the stuff that they're recording. Red meat is up 9% in a year. Seafood, pork and lamb, not as much, but still a lot. Veggies have jumped 17% in price, oil nearly 20%, bread 10%. And, of course, it doesn't stop there. Milk and eggs are also skyrocketing. Veggies <laughs> 17 
Yeah, I know. 17%, mm. guys. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Which means so that if you were spending $100 on your vegetable shop, you're now spending 117 Yep. All right, so it is explosive right now what's happening to our hip pocket. There is a, a little bit of sunshine on the horizon. A bottle of wine, happily, is only 1% more expensive. There we go. Okay, so, that makes everything better. Yeah. No yeah, problems with yeah, the grapes. Bottle of wine, not a problem. Well, you're getting all. your veggies with your wine anyway, aren't you? Yeah. You're getting a couple of <laughs> serves of fruit, so there you go. You got there's some life hacks. I want to ask how, people how they're going with regards to their groceries. Now, we've been talking about this um, the last couple of days, us as a, as a group, right? Especially mm-hmm. yesterday with how much we feel that we're spending extra all of a sudden on our weekly shop. Now, I know with us, we're spending a lot more. Yeah. It feels like we've gone from a couple of hundred dollars to 400 bucks, like not a problem, feeding mm. a family of five. But the most mind-blowing thing, that, that I have heard has come from my wife who the other day um, ordered a slice of fruit toast, mm. toasted and buttered, and a coffee, and it cost her $15. Well, clearly Liz needs to tighten her belt and stop going out <laughs> so much. But it was one of those things where, like, you know, you're at the counter, you get your card in your hand already, and, like, she, even she said, they said, that'll be $15, and she went, <laughs> yeah. and then shakily put the card to the... And be like, this better be the best piece of raisin toast oh, I've ever mate. eaten in my life. Yeah. It just, it is but incredible. The costs are insane. There was someone put a post on Reddit this week asking specifically Perth families how much it's costing them and how much they feel they should be paying for a family. Mm. And most people were saying that they pay about 270 to $300 a week for a family of four, but that's up $100 a week mm. from last this time last year. Mm-hmm. Yep. $100 a week extra to feed a family of four. Someone said, they, these are the most shocking things I read. Someone said $100 a week for them and their pet, but they steal more than they used to. Oh, and yes. someone else said, uh, everyone is, you know, there are lots of people saying they have to shop multiple places. So they're going to Coles, Woolies, Aldi, yeah, IGA and grocers just to get the staples a at a yeah. cheaper price. You have to shop at five different joints just to get your weekly groceries. And that's not even throwing in the news yesterday that power bills are up, going to be up 50, yeah. 50%, 50% in the next sort of 18 months. So, so listen. Tough. We'd love to hear how things are going for you right now. How how many dollars, how many dollar bucks are you spending on your groceries um, mm. every week? How much is this hitting you in the hip pocket? Have you noticed the change? Emily and Craigie, what, what's going on with you? What are you experiencing? Uh, well, mostly I think uh, I've really noticed dog food actually has like doubled in the last year. Oh, and yeah. really and packaging is smaller. Of. It is, yeah. And it's like really hard to get a hold of um, some dog foods. Yeah, yeah, yep. right. We're doing a lot of home cooking for Florence or Dalmatian at the moment. Are you really? And, yeah, save a bit of money. But that's just as expensive, right? I mean, if you're trying to feed her fresh vegetables or chicken and rice and veggies yeah. and whatever, like that's surely still costing us a fortune, no, isn't it? No, it's all pizza. It's all pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mel in Darlington, how many dollar bucks are your groceries costing you? Uh, morning, guys. Um, look, each week it's between three hundred and three fifty, and it used to be the two two fifty mark. Um, I'm I'm one of exactly. You pretty much described me just before. I go between the um, Coles, Audi, Woolies. I get my a fruit and veg box from um, a local fruit and veg store. <clears throat> Can I give a plug? Yeah, go on. Sure. Yeah. Um, Sable Fresh up up in the hills. Yeah. Um, and I get a couple's box or a, a um or a family box depending on the week up there. Um, and that you know it saves a bit of money there. I 
cook my own dog food as well, um, just to try and keep that cost down. Mm-hmm. And and I am and I do cook, so I don't really buy any prepackaged food. Um, so it takes a lot of time doing all of this. Yep. Um, which you know, time is money as well in itself. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely feeling um, feeling the pinch. And that's for a family of say three and a half. My husband's away a bit, so yep. um, yeah, weeks at his home, it's obviously costs a bit more, but. Yeah, definitely feeling it. And I think it's interesting because obviously we've got a lot of people trying to get wage rises at the moment. Mm. You know, are they asking for too much? Well, when the cost of living goes up seventeen percent, or you know, and your wage that you're asking for is going up three percent, well, the cops want five. The numbers percent. don't add up exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, so it's almost cheaper to take an hour off work and do your meal prep for the week than it would be to go to work mm. for that hour. She's the captain of the Fremantle Dockers, an All-Australian vice-captain and a member of our team too at Mix 94.5. Please welcome Hayley Miller. Captain, good morning. How are Hello, you? Hello, I'm great, thank you. I, I feel like, I'm Hayley, I'm sitting next to greatness here. Right? <laughs> you, you've been awarded the Vice-Chancellor's Alumni Inductee at Curtin University for excellence in your chosen field. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was a um, bit of a surprise when I found out about it. But, um, yeah, we were talking, obviously, anything with Vice-Chancellor in front of it Sim. must be a – sounds pretty good. Did you get any oh. glad rags for it? Well, no, not really. I just chucked on something I already had and off I went. And then, um, yeah, but we got this – I'd heard you guys talking as I was driving in here that I did get a fancy jacket. You got yes. a blazer? Yeah. A blazer. Yeah. Oh, went with, as part of yeah, the award. Yeah, as part of the award. Oh, like the green jacket. Yeah. Oh, cool. Where it's are you going to get to wear that again? Don't know, but they. Do you know what they did say? They said, "Oh, we'll we'll take it. And we'll get it. Um, you know, tailored, tailored for you." Yeah. I was like, "Well, I don't really need it. When am I going to wear this again? I'm not sure, but sure, you can tailor it to me. You if know you what? Like. I need you can wear it jacket. into us every week. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe that's yeah. where I'll get my wear out of it. Yeah, okay. That would be gold. <laughs> Should have brought it this morning. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, big match this weekend. I mean, it's obviously the final game of the season, but also Juddy. Yeah. The inaugural captain of the Fremantle Dockers AFLW and an absolute superstar hanging up the boots. I know. I remember coming in here the first couple of times. We used to do this segment together. Um, Juddie and I used to come on um, the radio. It was 92.9 then, but um, yeah, I just swore on radio. <laughs> you just swore lost radio. your 94.5 jacket. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, but we, we used to, yeah, well, came in in this studio and, and here together and yeah, it's crazy to think she's uh, hanging up the boots and won't get to do things like that anymore. Just to point out, Juddie is uh, Cara Antonio. Yes. Why yes. is she called Juddie? Um, I think it's come from a very long time ago, but I think it is um, to do with Chris, Chris Judd. Judd. Okay. Um, something about how she kicked the footy one time and okay. someone said it once and then it stuck forever. Mm. Well, and you know, it's tough because it feels like, you know, AFLW, it's only just begun. And so to, for her to retire feels like, you know, difficult, but also not easy to lose great players when also at a time where we've had to spread out and create extra teams. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think she's been... It's hard to think because, yeah, AFLW hasn't been a lot, around a long time, but, but Juddie has been around a while. Um, so, yeah, for, for some of us have known her for a long time. She's put her body through um, through the ringer to try and get through for, for a few more seasons. So she's done incredibly, incredibly well. And um, we're so, so proud to have her as, as part of our team. And, and what she did for us, um, being the captain for... You know the the first large chunk of AFLW. Um, yeah, she'll she won't be forgotten. Um, I was going to say very quickly, but at all, I'd say. Sure. 
Uh, mm. Bounce Down is 10 past four on Saturday evening. It's Twilight mm, Match. Twilight. Yeah. It's going to be oh, it's so good. Frio Oval goes off for the, <laughs> for the Dockers. So make sure you get down there and uh, we will see you on Saturday night. Good luck against the Hawks. Yeah, and just quickly, uh, congratulations on a great season. Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say I watched all the games, but I was uh, watching you on against Sydney Swans, and the commentators were just singing your praises so much. So I hope next year's better for the team as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. was the Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds October sale on now. Next 94.5.